and I use this term and I've used it before because I have an intimate relationship with it, but feeling safe in my own suffering because I know what I'm dealing with. So then we do the things that we know, uh, like on a, on a heart level, intellectually, we know this is not good for me. I know this because I've already gone through this a million times in my lifetime, but I do it because it's familiar and it feels safe. And so then we get into the trap where we are, we are safe in our own suffering. And so, you know, we find ourselves there, not because we don't care about our health or that we're not trying to like be better and be healthier, be more mindful and be more, you know, whatever, but it's like a, it's the safe place. It's like a default that we go into. That was Yvonne Kingsley. Welcome back to another Yoga Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Quick heads up, the show name will be changing to Seeker and Sage starting mid-September. I was feeling creative, and it kind of just came to me. As I record these podcasts, I find myself sitting back just listening from all the wisdom that comes onto the show. Um, and it felt in alignment with where I'm at and where I wanted to drive the show to and some feedback from everybody else that listens to the show. So uh, we look forward to that in September. Today's show is session 133, and I've got Yvonne Kingsley on the show. She's a phenomenal yoga teacher here in San Francisco. She teaches Kundalini. We studied from some of the same teachers, and she is just a wonderful soul and a human being. As we were getting ready to record this podcast, uh, we were thinking about what we were going to talk about, and we decided to just keep it real. We had a really uh, real conversation with each other on the phone yesterday, uh, just before we recorded this, and we wanted to talk about what we were talking about, our real issues of depression and eating disorders, and you know, navigating through the drama that we create um, and through time and space, because that's real, and that's where we're at. <laughs> so we shared some of that. Um, in this episode, we also talk about just some of the tools and the uh, techniques that we have to, uh, you know, get through times. And one of the ones that's been really uh, uh, big in my life recently is uh, meditation. And I'm actually going to be deepening my practice in this meditation training. Uh, there's a studio based out of Chicago called Chill. A really good yoga teacher, a friend of mine. Uh, told me all about it. I'm super excited to take my studies a little bit deeper and I actually asked them if they could partner with me to do a little bit of something for you out there. So if you feel like you want to do a teacher training for uh, meditation or deepen your practice, um, you can check out the link in the show notes. And if you mention the name Danny when you register, uh, they'll give you a little uh, uh, free meditation uh, app and uh, some other goodies. So yeah, check it out. Without further ado, here goes. Oh, wait. It wouldn't be a show unless I asked you to leave a review on iTunes because, you know, we love those. Uh, without further ado, here goes the show. Yvonne Kingsley in the house. Hi, Danny Pumpkin. I'm going to just continue with this song. Hold on. Yvonne Kingsley in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the song about Yvonne Kingsley. <laughs> Get me out of this fucking apartment please somebody help me <laughs> hi Yvonne hi Danny how are you you know I'm all the things everything 
there's this, uh, I think I sent it to you. Did I send you that GIF um, where I, I said someone had asked me how I was doing? And it's the little girl from the movie The Help when she's screaming out of the window when, um, uh, oh, I forgot the actress's name, uh, when she's leaving. Um, and she's like, just like, you know, she's the little girl screaming out the window, but at the bottom it says feelings and it's blinking. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's about it. People ask, how are you? My response feelings <laughs> feelings it's it's so funny how such a simple question is now it's it's like it's almost like a joke you're like well i don't yeah i am i'm just yeah am, i am all the things i'm trying to get better at not responding i'm good or have a good day like i don't i'm trying to right. be like a lot better at like this isn't where you're at and also you need to feel like this you know what i'm saying right. Yeah. More of but, like you know, context is important. You know, sometimes the how are you is it's almost used just like as a straight up greeting opposed to mm-hmm. just like hello. But right. then sometimes, you know, whoever you're talking to, it's like a genuine question. Right. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are. <laughs> we are. I am. Period. I am. And, yeah. and then you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's it. That's all I got to say. Pretty much encompasses my whole existence. Yvonne, I have the, um, you know, I have the pleasure of, of knowing you on a personal level. And also I get to work with you, which is super great and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, for the listeners out there, Yvonne is a, a fantastic yoga teacher um, here based out of San Francisco. And we lead trainings together and we've gone and studied together. And recently we went to India together. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're like, uh, we're like yoga, uh, like boyfriend and girlfriend. Pretty much. Yeah. You could say that. Great, I love it. We're like yoga dating. We are yoga dating. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thing. We just made it up. It's a thing. It is a thing. And um, in addition to just yoga dating, you're also, you know, a dear, lovely human and friend. And part of today's conversation was some of the stuff that we were speaking of, uh, you know, yesterday when we were on the phone for for quite a bit, but we were talking about like what we were going to talk about on the podcast and, and yeah. Originally, you know, what I had, what I thought was going to be beneficial was, well, let's talk about like how to make friends with your mind. And then we both were like, not where we're at right now. Not really. No. So let's get into some shit, Yvonne. I know. We all have it. So much shit. Lots and lots. I'm I'm dealing with depression. Mm. I'm sitting in this tiny ass apartment. I just got back from a little trip away. I was in Seattle. And I realized while I was in Seattle that, you know, when I came home um, yesterday, when after the drive, I like got into my place and was just, I took a deep breath because I was like, ah, oh, home. Like, yeah. yes, I love, I love my nest. I love my plants and I love everything that goes on here. Yeah. But what's really hard is to transform, you know, it's San Francisco. So we, um, we maximize not necessarily just for space, but also for time out of space. So my space is small. It's a tiny apartment for sure. Yeah. But I'm also out and about normally. You know, right. I'm normally out running around and like engaging and like all that sure. stuff. So by the time I get home, I'm like, I don't mind being here, you know? Right. And now that we're boxed in and my living room slash bedroom slash live everything room office is now just this small little, you know, 12 by 15 room or whatever it is. And yeah. it's made it a really hard place to navigate. It's made it a really hard space to call a sanctuary, even though it is still, you know, but it's still very it's still very just, there's this 
mixture of energy and context in here now. Whereas before mm -hmm. it was a safe haven to, sure. you know, come and rest and lay and be. Um, now I've got to like try to create and do all these things in here. It's just a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. And it feels like recently, you know, and I've spoke, I mean, I spoke, I speak really honestly about everything all the time. So, um, but most recently on Instagram and, and social media, how I, I'm finally coming out of my depression and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't know if we just come out of depressions. Maybe I'm just more in awareness of it, uh, to say, to say, use better words. Yeah. You come um, out of it. You're in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm still it, actually, I'm in it. I'm just really right. aware of it, which is really yeah. different for me. Yeah. But, uh, what I realized is when I got back from this trip, like the space that I had, literally the space that I had, the room that I was staying in, the house that I was staying in, it's the, the environment changed. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and because I had more room to just walk and be, and like, you know, when it was time to go to bed, I went to bed. It actually made me feel better. Yeah. It made me feel more connected. I felt really grounded. I, you know, there was a lake nearby that I got to walk by and, yeah, you know, right now when I walk around San Francisco, it's stepping over poop and I you know, know things like it's just really I'm not the only one right it's just really no. we're all going through it and yeah. I just found out I read the statistic that depression is at an all-time high in the U.S. I had no idea that doesn't surprise me at all I mean how can we not be going through you know mental health issues given our situation like I mean it's it feels like a, a natural outcome of what our entire like all of humanity is going through right now it's so difficult yeah and there's another layer to it too you know i have like friends in europe and and wherever and they're like well, yeah. we don't have to deal with your politics you know so you guys are not only depressed but you're also dealing with like the yeah. politics in your country right now in an election year and it's a lot dude i i you know, as we were, this is really where I want to start to get into the nitty gritty. But as we were speaking on the phone yesterday, two things really struck me. Um, the first was, you know, when I had asked you, I'm like, Yvonne, where are you at? And, you know, you had said, I'm, I'm totally going to air out your dirty laundry here. <laughs> you had said, <laughs> Just put well, it out there. <laughs> you, you, yeah, totally. <laughs> you had said, you know, like, well, I had this conversation with myself and you said, <laughs> well, Yvonne, what's it going to be? <laughs> And yeah. I just love that, you know, like you just, I imagine you standing in a mirror looking at yourself being like, what are we doing, girl? I mean, I basically do that. Maybe not in front of a mirror, but I'll, I'll say it out loud. You know, yeah. I, it was, you know, I told you it was like my come to Jesus or whatever God of your choice moment where I was like, okay, here's the deal. I, you know, yeah, what are I'm, we gonna ha do I'm here? having yeah. a rough time. Yeah. Some days are better than others. Cause that's just what it's like to be human right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've kind of fallen back into some patterns that are not healthy mm -hmm. and are certainly not making my situation any better. Yeah. So yeah, you just, that, that moment where you just check in with yourself in a really honest, real way and just be like, yo, Yvonne, what's it going to be? How do you want to yeah. 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 What are you going to do? You know, in yeah. the most loving way possible, like, you know, like a parent that is just kind of setting you straight and looking you in the eye and be like, okay, girl, let's do this. 
Yeah. Mm. What, you know, here was, here was what I was going to say. The, the second part, you know, I think about, I too have fallen into old patterns. Yeah. I spoke with, you know, a, a teacher of ours and it's interesting how, how your teachers know you very well. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. <laughs> also, also, also really scary. Um, but, you know, said teacher, you know, was like, what I need you to do is start practicing because you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, right. you don't know me. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Oh, I feel so seen. <laughs> yeah. But I too have fallen into terrible patterns. Oh my sure. gosh. I have every tool in the box. Every single one of them. I yeah. talked to my therapist for the first time in like, you know, a few years. And I was like, I have all the tools in the box and I'm just choosing not to use them. <laughs> you right? know, I just don't want to. crazy? We've spent all these years and all this time training, working on ourselves to build this toolbox, very helpful toolbox, lots of practices and techniques and approaches and whatever, just chock full of tools. Mm-hmm. And then we don't open our toolbox and we don't use our tools. And so then it's it's not helpful. Like the toolbox is just there and we're we're not we're not doing the things that we know we need to do. And that's, you know, let's not beat ourselves up about that. And let's not be overly critical about that because whatever, we're human. And sometimes we just like, just don't have the capacity to deal. We just don't. And I'm, I'm, I think the most important thing is to not, and it's taken me many, many years to not do this is to, to beat myself up for not being better <laughs> or, or to not like, you know, do the things that I know I should be doing, whatever, eating healthy, going out for walks, doing my yoga practice, meditating, yada, yada, yada. And like, sometimes you just, that stuff falls away. That's okay. You know, the last thing we need to be is to sit in self-judgment and then judge ourselves for judging ourselves and enter into that scary spiral and just feel even more shitty than we already are. Like that's not helpful. At all. Right. Yeah. Right. What do we do? Like, what do we like, for, you know, from, from this point, I know you, you know, I'd love to hear a little more about your, mm-hmm. you know, your, your talk with yourself where you're like, yeah. okay, what's, what's it going to be? Yeah. How do we move forward? It's, it's, it's so interesting because I think as a culture and a society, we want clear answers. We want steps. You know, there's like A, B, C, D, whatever. Like you do, you do these things and then great. (laughs) Like that fixes the problem, which we all know that's not the case. It doesn't always work that way. And I'm, I'm, from my perspective, it stems from some fear, you know, the, the uncertainty and the not knowing and things not turning out the way that we hope they'll turn out. Event, you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of it comes from those, um, that kind of fear. And that's why we want clear answers. We like want to know. And right now this is, it's a cultural reset because nobody knows, like nobody knows, like on a personal level. Yes, we all go through that. And then to have that magnified to our community, to our country, to the entire planet, this, this huge entering into the void of not knowing, like that's, that's, that can be really disturbing, you know? And so that's why we fall into old patterns because they're familiar. And I use this term and I've used it before because I have an intimate relationship with it, but feeling safe in my own suffering. 
because I know what I'm dealing with. So then we do the things that we know, uh, like on a, on a heart level, intellectually, we know this is not good for me. I know this because I've already gone through this a million times in my lifetime, but I do it because it's familiar and it feels safe. And so then we get into the trap where we are, we are safe in our own suffering. And so, you know, we find ourselves there, not because we don't care about our health or that we're not trying to like be better and be healthier, be more mindful and be more, you know, whatever. But it's like a, it's the safe place. It's like a default that we go into. And I think just to acknowledge that on, in many ways we are, we're suffering right now. We really are. It could be more acute for some people versus others, but we are, we're suffering. And, you know, I think trying to figure it out or analyze it or even make sense of the suffering to me is not that helpful and more important is to one create the space just to be in the experience without without trying to manipulate it too much you know like if you're feeling depressed or sad or confused or whatever to allow for that experience and not try to fast track your way out of it by doing a whole bunch of things because that's like, that's like a, you know what I mean like that's a temporary fix that like it's more like a distraction than anything else not to say there's not some benefit some relief from it but for me for example I have a history of disordered eating you know I developed eating disorders when I was 15 years old maybe even younger than that and over the years of my life, it's become the safe with suffering haven, right? And the right. pattern that I fall back into anytime that I'm going through something or trying to cope with something or dealing with some discomfort or struggle, whatever. And so it's really easy for me to go there, whether it's binging or restricting or whatever, something that's you know disordered out of the ordinary. Right. I go there. And that to me is like, um, it's like a quick fix. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a gaping wound, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's the thing. It's the closest thing that we can reach for. So it, are those behaviors, it's like, it's right there. I know this will soften my, soften what I'm going through and numb what I'm going through for just a little bit. And that's all I need right now. And so we do that. Yeah, right. we do that. I wonder what it is, you know, like I, I love, wow, there's so much to unpack there. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, I'm going to go cry now. I got to go. <laughs> you know, that, that safe, you know, that safe suffering area, Yeah. you know, for me, it tends to be, well, I mean, drugs and alcohol is a huge part of my story. And although I yeah. haven't drank through, you know, through any of this, yeah. there's, there's still some wounds that I inflict on myself. You right. know, and it's still like the punishment um, that I put mm. on myself. And it's almost that mindset, right? Of like, well, this is what it feels like when I do this. So I'm going to start to do other things that make it feel like that. Sleep less, uh, right. don't eat right, you right. know, wake up feeling like shit a few days yeah. in a row so that I feel like I'm hungover. You know what mm. I'm saying? Is that like there's, it's, it's, 
I know that for me, I've, I've written that drinking thing off completely, but there right. are still other ways where I can like damage, you know, myself right. and, you know, completely just do the things that are going to distract me, jump on the phone way more than not, you know, scroll right. away versus, oh, going yeah. to bed. you know, just that kind of that spiral of things. It's just, it's, it's almost, you know, I, I think about what I was saying yesterday to you is, is I think a lot about this. Okay. So I'm depressed and I'm going through it that I'm in this hole and people are like, reach out when you need help. And I'm like, I don't fucking know how to reach out for help right now. I don't really know what I need. You know, I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what my needs are. You know, that's, that's the first problem. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing is, is that, you know, the, the, the amount of responsibility that I've put on myself and that's full on like personal responsibility. Like everything that I have going on was brought to you by me, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, and living in the most expensive city in the nation and, you know, not having all the work that we've had and you just all the, th- there's a whole like beautiful recipe to just be like, Oh shit, you know? Yeah. But more importantly, it's when I have that time off or when I set that time apart, it's, it's not almost, it's, it's like, well, what happens when I just sit still? Mm. What's going to come up? Yeah. Do I want to sit with that? Do I want to sit there and be alone with those thoughts? Do I want to sit there and be alone with, you know, myself, so to speak, you know, um, now that, you know, the yoga community has been pulled away, it's a different way of of, of connecting, very different online than it is in person. And then the other big thing is, you know, like uh, Burning Man has been pulled away and that's a big part of my life. It's a huge, I'd be, I would be, I'd be knee deep in teaching right now. When I wouldn't be teaching, I would be spending every moment welding something or building something or, you know, right. creating something or like, especially right now I would be, we'd be getting ready to leave to Burning Man actually next week. So I'd be losing my mind. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I, I, I recognize with like, well, you know, you're not just the, the things that you, you do in the world, but they're also a big part of us. Right. Of course. Of course. So now I don't, now I don't have these things that are, you know, are a big part of who I am. And right. I also can't go and do anything in the city that I love. And I'm also stuck in this small apartment. So I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by real paper. A tree-free toilet paper made from 100% bamboo. I am so stoked about this product. One, because it's plastic-free. And two, it saves tree. It doesn't include any plastic in any of its packaging either. I highly recommend this to anyone that's interested in a more sustainable toilet paper and to anyone that wants to use another alternative. It's conveniently delivered to your doorstep and eco-friendly. I love this stuff. Check it out and use my coupon code Danny to receive 25% off on your first order at realpaper.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by an app called Fastit. Start your journey towards a healthy and self-determined lifestyle with this free Fastic app. This app is all about helping you manage your intermittent fasting lifestyle. I practice intermittent fasting and feel amazing. I've been doing it for a few years now and I swear by it. There's no registration required to start intermittent fasting uh, with this app. And one of my favorite tools is the water tracker because it's important to stay hydrated. I teach a lot of yoga every day and it's just important to take care of myself. Uh, So the helpful uh, water tracker is a little bonus. Uh, It's kind of cute too. You can download this app by searching Fastic. That's F-A-S-T-I-C. Well, it's interesting because if you think about, you know, 
what we practitioners of yoga and, you know, cultivating awareness and, and meditation and all these things are really to help us to get to know ourselves like on a really soul level, but to really acknowledge all the different dimensions of who we are, which is us in relationship, not only to ourselves, but to other people and to our environment. So now that we're all cooped up and granted, there are some definitely more freedoms now than there were say back in March and April. Sure. Like we're just like, we're just with ourselves a lot. That's hard. Like we've got the time now, not to say that we're not all busting our asses and, and trying to make this work, but we're also in this weird space where we're just like having to deal with ourselves even more, <laughs> like without having an outlet to balance it, right? Without having those natural, uh, those, those, intera- those si- the simplest interactions. I was just thinking the other day, the most basic things, just like, saying hello to someone and giving them a hug, you know, as a way to greet someone or, you know, going out to dinner and sitting inside. Ooh, you know, I mean, that just sounds so radical right now. You know, just the things that we need that were just a a part of our lives that have all, it's been stripped away. And then we really are, we're left more with ourselves and really having to spend time with ourselves and look at ourselves. And that can be incredibly challenging. And you and I, like we've, we've been working on ourselves and dealing with our shit for a long time and healing for a long time. Like this is like, this is the material that we've been working with for, to get us to where we are right now. And I think about some people who haven't really had the opportunity or haven't, you know, really taken the time out to do that kind of work. No wonder depression, anxiety, and uh, suicides and other mental health issues are spiking right now. I mean, it's really challenging work to look at oneself yeah. and to be to to be compassionate, but also to um, be pretty vigilant in taking care of ourselves. You know. What do you think about? I mean, I guess you kind of just answered it, right? Like, why don't we go do the things? And it's because. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like we're, we're afraid of the change. We're afraid of what's going to happen on the other side of it. Right. But at some point you start to decide, which I would assume you did when you were like, okay, Yvonne, what's it going to be? Yeah. You know, I just love that so much. (laughs) Like, girl, we need to have a talk. (laughs) But at some point you decide, well, do I want to do this again? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. I don't know how many times I've said that to myself. That's where I'm at, man. (laughs) That's totally where I'm at. Millions of times. Oh my God. I don't, I just don't know that I want to do this again. Like, I don't know that I want to, I don't know that I do. I'm kind of like in this, like in this holding pattern. I'm like, this is really for the birds. (laughs) How many times is Danny going to be the sad girl? (laughs) Right. I I get it. I get it. It's like, why Yvonne? What is, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You know? And it's, it's kind of, there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of psychology behind it. Again, you, you know, we've created patterns, those deep neural pathways, those some scars, those grooves that have been dented in over time. And I've got some grooves that are really, really deep. And if I get too close to the edge, I fall in. Yeah. 
That's how I used to just like, this is my, the, the way that I would see myself whenever I would go on, you know, a binge or go into this phase of starving myself. It's that I had created these deep, this huge canyon. It's like a canyon inside my consciousness. And it's a canyon that I've created over time through repeated behavior, repeated behavior, not only in terms of action, but the way that I think about myself, you know, from a very young age when I was incredibly impressionable and didn't even really know who I was. Like, how do you know who you are when you're 15 years old? You don't really know, right? Oh, you totally know. You know everything at 15. Are you kidding? (laughs) You think you do. But at a young age, you, you just take on all these the conditioning, the cultural ideal, whatever. And you're just so deeply impressioned at that young age. And then you through your 20s and whatever, and you just keep reinforcing that. Well, yeah, I've got the Grand Canyon of eating disorders in my system, right? right? And also anxiety runs deep for me and this feeling of never being enough, unworthiness. It's just like- just This is why we're friends. <laughs> canyons of inadequacy- You know what I mean? And like, yeah, I'm really good at functioning in society. Like I'm a high functioning, you know, person who also deals with eating disorders and anxiety and all that shit. Right. And I know I could just tell, you know, if I just move too close to the edge, I fall in. And then it takes so much more work for me to climb out. So much work for me to climb out. I mean, of course it's worthwhile. And I learn something about myself every single time I climb out of my canyon. And over time, because I'm creating new behaviors, it's like I'm filling the canyon in with like the water that helps me float up to the top, right? So that I'm not just in the ditch at the very, very bottom, which for a solid probably until I started seeing a therapist and actually getting help. I mean, all of this, all this stuff that I'm talking about for from 15 to 25 or 16 to 26, 10 years, it was a secret. Nobody knew it. It was just me hating on myself and feeling like shit and trying to function in society, get good grades, meet people, make friends and like be normal on the outside and just dying on the inside and having nobody, nobody knew it. You know, So of course, those canyons just got deeper and deeper because I wasn't I didn't know a way out. I couldn't see a way out. And there's that moment. And I think this is what happened. You know, we talk about hitting bottom, right? Not saying that everyone has to hit bottom, but sometimes you have to hit the bottom. And not just once, but multiple times (laughs) over your lifetime, right? You're like, fuck, I'm here again. God, you know, and you, you just end up there for whatever reason, life reasons and whatever. Don't need to psychoanalyze it, but you're like, I don't, I don't want to live like this. I can't, I can't. And that what happens in that moment is surrender to me. Is there, that's when you really stop trying to hold on and to control and to manipulate everything in your life. Cause a lot of the, these be addictive behaviors, it's you're trying to control things that are outside of your control by engaging in this behavior, whether it's drugs, alcohol, food, you name it. I mean, the the list is forever, right? And also those patterns, those really self-defeating thoughts is you hit that. That's what the bottom is, is when you're like, I surrender. 
And that I think is when we can take those chains off. Like when we're not pulling against the chains, but when we, we relax, right? Cause if you're chained up and you're running, guess what? You're not going anywhere. And the chains are just ripping into your skin. It's creating more pain. And that moment where you're like, I can't. And then you relax. And it sounds weird, but you relax and you surrender. And then the chains loosen. You're like, oh, now I can begin the process of removing my chains now. Yeah. You know, that has to happen. It has to happen. No amount of efforting or forcing is going to free you. Free yourself from yourself. It just doesn't it's work the, that way. It's the doing that's not going to get you anywhere. Right. The doing. And it's this is what's so hard about our culture is our culture is all about doing. Doing more, more. Achievement. Be busy. Pr- be productive. Like that as though that is representative of your worth as a human and your ability to, I don't know, quote unquote, succeed and get move up the ladder or get further in life or whatever, like that's like built into our culture. And so again, at a very young age, this is what we absorb. You know, we absorb this mentality, do more. If you're stuck, do more to get out of it, right? Like do something else. And, and I think we, there's the excess of the doing and the business that it becomes really counterproductive. Not to say like, I, I'm a strong believer is like, do your work. Like we're not here just to sit on our asses and like let things happen. I, I don't think that's the right approach. It's a bit extreme, but there is, a, there's the attitude with which you are doing, right? Mm. I think something, you know, when you talk about that return, like that, that coming into that surrender, right? Yeah. Coming into that, like letting go what has really, I don't want to say again, it's, I'm not pulled out of this, right? I'm also not purposely sitting in this. It just is what it is. But what has really reminded, what has helped me out a ton is the reminder of what's important to me. Yeah. And the reminder of why I'm here. Yeah. And the reminder of what I believe my dharma and my, uh, and my purpose, you know, like what, yeah. what I'm, what I'm here to do. Yeah. And you know, what I'm here to do is teach and what I'm here to do is connect with community. And what I'm here to do is, you know, remind others of their limitless potential and, you know, the rise by bringing others up. That's what I, that's, that's what I believe, you know? And I'm also here to tell really bad dad jokes, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're yoga boyfriend and girlfriend, because I, that is like, that is exactly how I feel. You know, that's where Mm -hmm. I am. Like, I'm here to serve. Like whatever, if you believe in a past lifetime or whatever, and the things that I've gone through, and I strongly believe this because all the suffering, all the pain that I've gone through growing up you know, dealing with my own issues in a lot of ways. And there's no blame happening anywhere, but it's, you know, it, it's the struggle of hating oneself and being confused and feeling out of control and all that, the anxiety, it's to move through that. Like that's my material, like is to, it has brought me to this point where to recognize that the suffering was not, for nothing, <laughs> you know, right, that right. it's, 
given me some insights into how how to navigate just being human and leaning into the that trust and the faith and also the tools that we have practicing yoga writing community you know so that i'm I've, i i get to this place where i'm like this is this is it like this is why i'm here and like you said remembering that is so important and i can't say this enough teaching yoga saves my life pretty much every single day now it's turning on a laptop before it's getting into a studio but even now turning on a laptop seeing people in tiny little squares and for an hour <laughs> an hour we're like we're just going to do this this is it this is what we're going to yeah. do together then you know what happens is all that other stuff just fades into the background and what what's really happening you know aside the fact that we're moving the bodies and we're breathing and all the all the beautiful things that go into a yoga practice is that we're all just learning how to stay really really present right just to be present and that is just the most powerful aspect of this practice to me is our ability to stay present with what is because usually we're not we're just in our minds past future dream world making shit up you know we're but really good at that oh aren't we like um, amazing it's like a yeah. it's like a superhuman skill we time travel <laughs> <laughs> we time travel. We're the most creative beings because we make up all these scenarios and wishful thinking and whatever. But just to do the thing that we're doing, feel the feel feel the feelings that we're feeling, but without the analysis, right? Without being like, this is good, this is bad. You're like, no, no. You just feel it and you just yeah. do it and you're here. And that is a game changer. You know, that's that saves me. So Thank God for yoga. <laughs> for real. It just keeps it it's like my reality check, honestly. Cause like, you know, there are times we wake up and we're like, I don't feel like teaching. I'm tired. I'm going through my own shit. Blah, blah, blah. And then we just here we are. Hello, yogis. We're gonna do a practice. And you just drop in. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. It no longer becomes about you. No. And if it does, stop teaching yoga. <laughs> right, right. It's like it's about you because you're part. You're you're the one. You're the practitioner, but you're not caught in all the the you know the overly complicated workings of the mind. You know, right, right. And also, like, it's. It works. It just works. As an understatement, when you, it works, when you, <laughs> when you, when you do it, <laughs> it works. I've always, I, how long have we been doing this? And I'm still just like, wow, this shit really works. I mean, every time. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Like, how am I surprised? By, like, why am I surprised by this? Like, how does that thought <laughs> pop up every time I'm like coming out of a Shavasana? I'm like, damn, this stuff really works, Yvonne. <laughs> My favorites when I'm like pull out like I don't know like philosophy or whatever and I listen to it I'm like oh wow that's actually really good <laughs> right 
Or how about when we're sharing some philosophy, we're, we're talking about, I don't know, something from the Bhagavad Gita or the sutras, or, you know, we're talking about the, any of that stuff. And we talk about it. We're like, yeah, I really needed to hear that. But it's like coming out of our own <laughs> mouth. Like that's what cracks me up is it comes out of my own mouth. And later it's yeah. like, I really need to hear my, like I needed to hear myself say that. Yeah. Like I'm sharing it with you guys. 50% of the reason, because I need to say it to myself and I need to hear it for myself, you know? Oh, selfishly, it's all for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to put that out there right now. It is all straight up for me. <laughs> I mean, and I th- honestly, I think the reason why, you know, when we're sharing these things in classes or in whatever format, and even just in conversation, we we share it because it's coming from our experience of it. So it, there's, it's not like some random thing that we read in, online, it's like, oh, I'm sharing it because it's left an imprint in me right. in some way. And there's there's substance to these teachings, right? And right. so right. we share it, we're like a conduit for it, but also we need to be in the experience and we need to be reminded of the teachings on the regular. Sure. On the regular. Yeah. We are no, we are definitely no, uh, we have no immunity to it. No, never at all. Like that joke about, you know, that yoga teachers are, oh, they seem so calm and they've got their shit together. I'm like, no, 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 no. We do yoga because we're crazy. Crazy. Like we've got, you know what? We've got like, we're neurotic and we've got our own shit. Like this is why we do yoga, you know, not because (laughs) we've got it figured it out, just because we don't have it figured out. But we're trying, right? We're trying, we're trying to understand. We're trying to be more compassionate. We're trying to be more open-minded and aware and kind. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why. That's what's that's what pulls us to do what we do is believing in, you know, good, right? Not to say that there's not the bad and the the shadows and the darkness, but understanding that it all exists. Like we we're and I truly believe this is that these practices, whatever kind of practice that you're doing, but doing it mindfully and with awareness is so on a physical level and energetic level, mental level, you're expanding your capacity to deal with the turbulence of being human, of living right. in this world, like just the your ability to hold all of it, right. to recognize it's not going to be joyful and rainbows and fluffy bunnies all the time, a lot of the times it's, it can be like hell, you know, but to understand that, that we don't get to pick and choose, right? Like we experience all of it because that's what it means to be human, but to not get um, sucked in to the drama, like to know how to pull ourselves out, to get perspective and to see the bigger picture, right? Cause we do, we get, it's easy to get trapped Right. So our ability to see the bigger picture and be like, oh, things are always changing. Right. My experience is not solid. It is fluid and impermanent. So then we don't we don't have to we don't have to get stuck. Right. We don't have to. We do get stuck, but we know that it's not always going to be that way. Thank God. It's a a reminder to surrender into the suffering. Exactly. Surrender into the suffering. Work with your suffering. Like unless yeah. you 
know how to work skillfully with your suffering, then you're just going to, it's going to be this thing that drags you down, right? But we can see our suffering as this fluid experience, then we work with it so that we can maybe, in, I don't know, transcend it if for just a little bit, you know, we can be right. free of it if just for five minutes, right? we can, like we can find our way out of it. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne, so much, so many nuggets in this. I just, I, I adore you. I mean, I tell you this all the time, but I adore you and I, I appreciate your wisdom and your, you know, it's not easy to come into a podcast and be like, Hey guys, I have an eating disorder. Da, 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 da. Like shit's hard. Like it's not, no one, right. you know, it's, I just appreciate you and everything you do and all you have to offer. And yeah, I, I can't wait to get you back on the show. I know there's some other things that, that we definitely need to chat about, but this has been yeah. absolutely perfect and you are amazing. And I just... Yeah, I just thank you for being who you are and for continuing to practice and study and, and showing up the way that you do. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. Thank you for having me. This was <laughs> super fun. And you know, we're just like talking about real stuff. And yeah. there's no, we don't have to sugarcoat it. This is like, we're not alone. And I think it's yeah, important. yeah, totally. for everyone to recognize that we're like, we're all going through our own stuff, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Mm -hmm. Well, until the next Yogi Misfit session, which by the way is soon to be Ooh. Seeker and Sage, that's happening. It's coming When's that happening? Soon. A couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. middle of September. We're officially changing the name. But uh, until then, this is Yvonne and Danny saying peace out. Thank you. Thank you.